Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Middle Ground. I'm Caroline. And I'm Joe. And we are glad that you're here and hope you guys are having a great start to your day or finish to your day or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about this episode. Are you? I, you know that I get, if you are a longtime Middle Ground listener, I've listened to previous episodes that we've done about money management. I get so nervous about episodes like this mm-hmm. because it's something I'm really, really passionate about. And I really want to give people tools to help put them in a good situation. But each situation is so different and I just get nervous every time. I don't know why. Yeah, it's like the same way I am with manifesting because I want to help so bad. Mm -hmm. But I I know like a lot and I'm like, where do I start? And then I get overwhelmed and then... Well, and when you're speaking on a mic to a large group of people, it's like... It's something that is so uh, different for each person listening. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I'm excited though. I am excited. I'm just a little nervous. (laughs) That's okay. A little nervous is good, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Um, Do you want to go first? What's your grounding moment? My grounding moment, uh, I'm trying to remember. I'm guessing this wasn't mine last week. Gardner's smiling now. Did I talk about that last week? I think I may have. I think you did. That's what I'm like, because it was about a week ago that she started that. Well, that's still exciting. <laughs> it's very it's exciting. still very exciting. Um, what else? Gardner is also with us. Yes. Oh, I know. I could go for it. I know what my grounding moment is. Um, I It was nice enough outside last night to eat outside, like on a porch. And COVID, if you guys aren't, located locally where we are covid is like i mean i know that it's a problem everywhere right now but we are like the epicenter of this new delta variant Mm -hmm. and um you know it's it's chaos Um, the hospitals are full people are refusing to get vaccinated all that good stuff um and so i've just not been going out as much because like I'm, i'm wearing a mask again and but it makes me nervous with her. Yeah. Um, but it was nice enough last night to go eat out on the porch outside. And I met with some girlfriends uh, for dinner. So fun. And had mom time. Nice. Yeah. And it was weird because like everybody sitting there, we're all moms now. That's weird. We're like, whoa. Yeah. Like, how did we get here? Yeah. When did this happen? Mm-hmm. How do we have babies? Right. The and conversations. like your conversations, yeah, are babies. It's just so different. Yeah. Because it used to be about, like a lot of times you'd sit and you'd talk about, I don't know, what other people are doing, what y'all are doing. But now I'm like, what What did we talk about really? Because <laughs> now you just talk about your kids. Yeah. How weird. Mm-hmm. That is really weird. We talked about other stuff too, obviously, but... We talked about work and yeah. Anyway, that was just fun. It's I, I appreciate those moments because they've been so few and far in between with the pandemic. Yeah, of seeing friends and sitting and enjoying that time. Mm-hmm. So that's my grounding moment. Nice. It's just quality time with good people. Love quality time. That's yep. my love language. Mine um, too. My grounding moment happened a week ago, but I haven't said on the podcast. If you follow me on Instagram, you've already seen. But last Sunday, I went to this cute pottery place and it was like in the middle of nowhere my mom had been before and she was took me and my grandma and it was the cutest thing I've ever seen where was it it's in like Alpina I think that's how you pronounce it 
and huh. what nothing oh <laughs> just i had no idea that's where you were yeah it was like closer to there um <clears throat> and yeah literally in the middle of nowhere but it was like a general store back in the day but they converted it to this pottery shop like a long time ago but it's like old and like old fashioned and just like pottery everywhere and now I'm obsessed with pottery and now I want to do that for the rest of my life. Not really, but I would love to take a pottery class and like do that and figure that out. So I think I'm going to ask that for that for my birthday. Just side note, but Alpina's the one that's north of here, right? Yes. Yeah. Like I it's, so. we drive by it on our way to weddings and stuff in Missouri. Yeah. And JC, your friend said that, um, she drives that way to come to Fayetteville. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I should stop there on the way back. Yeah. I go by it all the time. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I it's just, very cute. I was looking for more information. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I don't have a lot. But um, anyway, so we got, I got like a little mug and a few different things. But I think I want to have the guy make me like a custom set of things. Because I just think that's so unique and special. And I never knew it was like a pottery gal. I thought I was like you know, plain white mugs and plain white dishes, which is also cute and pretty. No, but whenever you're neutral everything, it's so cool to have stuff like that because it pops. I know, and it's so unique. And the guy that um, was, like, doing the pottery, he's, like, 24, and he started, like, four months ago, and he's, like, already so good, and he's so passionate about it. I'm like, yes, I want you to make all of these things. Thank you very much. Um and yeah, so that was my writing moment. It was just so fun to go. Well, there. and how fun to support a local artisan too. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and he went to college and everything, and I think he had a like nine to five job, and it was killing him. He said, and he was like, "Yeah, I just want to make pottery for the rest of my life." I'm like, "Do it. That's amazing." And he's like, smile on his face, like so happy just to be there. I'm like, "Love you so much." That's fun. Yeah, I would like to go. We need to go. I'm definitely going again so we can go together. Maybe we need to have a middle ground meetup in Alpina. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, and that's support. Is it His Missouri is or Arkansas? Is that still Arkansas or is it Missouri? It's Arkansas. It is. I'm pretty sure, yeah. I just know it switches over. So, like it's around there that it. Um, yeah. I guess I could look it up. I have no idea where it is on a map. Like wouldn't be able to point it, but it is more north. It's like closer to Eureka Springs. I know exactly. I drive through it every, yeah, it's Arkansas. I mean, I drive through it. Oh, yeah, look at how close it is to the state line. Where is it? Right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I drive cute. through there. Let me pull up the name of it, so if you're local, you can go visit. It's called, um, I also tagged them in my post. It's called... One second. Alpina is like a tiny, tiny, tiny town. Like tiny town. Yeah, I know. It's called Osage Clay Works. Um, and that's their Instagram handle. So go check them out if you want custom like local pottery or they just have pottery you can buy. Highly recommend. Um, yeah, it's a itty bitty little town. The population is 309. Yeah. I know. We were like, is there any like places we could stop and eat outside and they're like no like we don't have that I'm like okay no like they there's that little although i'm there's a burger place that looks like it's local they said it was a little down the road but it wasn't in their town um, i know okay I was like, okay 
well, out here just all the things. There's and Harrison's not far from there. Yeah, Harrison is closer. Yeah, yeah it's like probably twenty minutes down yeah. the road. Anyway, sorry, that just was interesting to me no, because I drive through that. I drive through Alpena. Yeah. Every time I go home, my for the last ten years, I've driven by it so many times, mm-hmm. and I had no idea that's where that was. Mm-hmm. That's super cute. Everyone should go. Everyone should go. Do you want to talk about what we're talking about today? What we are talking about today. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Um, I'm really excited and nervous. We're doing an open Q&A. It's Caroline and I were talking and it's been a while since you guys have just asked questions and we have fired off some answers. And the topic we picked today is money. All things money, right? All things money. Yeah. There was no... Um, like conditions of the money questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I will preface all of this by saying Caroline nor I are money experts. No. Uh, I'm really passionate about just personal finance and financial security and things like that, but um, we'll name some further resources and stuff throughout that you can get more information from people who are certified and educated, but... This is our two cents and off of our experiences and our perspectives. So, yep. Let us ride. Okay, let's do it. Um, the first question is budgeting tips while still following the mindset of money is energy. That's you. Oh, me? Yeah. Um, For sure you, because I think you're the one that really maintains that money is energy attitude. But I also feel like I'm not good at budgeting, so (laughs) (laughs) I do have a strong money is energy attitude, but also poor budgeting. But if I worked on it, I will be unstoppable. Yeah, I would say for me, money is energy can be hard because at the end of the day, well, it's not because money is energy. And what that means is there's no reason to stress about money. It doesn't mean don't budget your money if that makes any sense. Um, so for instance, if there's something that you really, really want, that's expensive, let's say you want a designer bag, it's a thousand dollars and, uh, there's no reason to stress. Well, I guess that wouldn't be stressful cause it's a want. Let's say your air conditioner breaks and it's a thousand dollars. Um, and, uh, you have to come up with a thousand dollars. That money is energy attitude is all about, realizing that there is no sense in stressing over needing to spend or find that thousand dollars because money is energy and it's always there for you if you're willing to go out and get it Mm -hmm. um now what it doesn't mean is oh money's not real let's just go out and spend everything we have because we can always find more yeah i mean yeah you you can within reason Um, but that may be a situation that honestly stresses you out more. Um, the money is energy is supposed to bring you calmness in your money, uh, identity and like, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Yes. So I would say you budget like normal. I'm big on not budgeting, um, to the point that it's stressful you know, yeah. like I'm not a down to the dollar track my pennies kind of girl. Right. And that works really well for a lot of people. 
Um, and I keep a pretty good general grasp on things, but I work a lot harder to budget my savings than I do my spending just because that's the situation that I am in now Mm -hmm. that I have the privilege of doing that. Um, Man, it's been a long time. I feel like you're more in that headspace of setting up a general budget. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you have to get your baseline. And we've talked about this in our last financial episode. But Joe has a, what is it? A PDF? A guide? For freelance photographers and stuff. Yeah. But don't you have a one for... No, but I have a blog post on my Instagram, or okay. not on my Instagram, on my website that has talking about that baseline. Basically, what it is, is the start of any kind of budgeting, you need to know what your baseline is. And what a baseline is, is what it costs you each month to live. Mm-hmm. Um, so rent, groceries, gas, not uh, getting your nails done, not yeah. uh, Netflix, not entertainment, um, things like that, like truly bare minimum for you to live. What does it cost? Um, rent or mortgage, whatever. And then once you know that baseline, you can kind of move from there because you know that bare minimum, you need to be making that baseline and you can't go below that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's really helped me like just knowing that in the back of my head. And since I am a freelance worker, my income fluctuates. So I'm like, okay, I need to make at least this. Of course, I want to make way more, but minimum make this and money is energy. So I don't know. I feel like I do budget. I'm like, okay, make the baseline. And then I switch on the money is energy mindset to make my extra. And I'm like, okay, money's energy. Let's go out and grind and get more dollars per month on top of the baseline. The thing about all of Caroline and I's money advice is we're not nine to five style workers. Um, and we're not nine to five in the way that we earn money. Uh, and so sometimes it can be hard to give explicit advice because we're always like, just go out and make more. Yeah. You know, like if that's what you're vibing and you're, you know, go out and take another session or pick up a hobby. But we also both understand that not everybody wants to have a second job. Not everybody wants to take on a side hustle. Some people just want to work their nine to five and budget that income. And that's okay too. But if you are doing a normal nine to five and you're just budgeting your income, then it's simple as that. You make what you make and you have to make decisions based on that. Yeah. And you, if you have interest in building wealth, if you have interest in financial security, you need to make sure that your income is high enough for how you're choosing to live. Exactly. It's simple as that. Right. Right. Um, the next question we have is how to know when to spend the money you've saved. And I feel like I have a hard time with this. I think this is just hard. Mm -hmm. So I think the best way to know when to spend the money that you've saved is that when you start saving, you set an intention for the money that you're saving. So for instance, um, if you're setting aside 10% 
of everything from the time you're a teenager. What is the goal? Are you starting your retirement really young? Are you wanting to buy a car whenever you graduate high school? Are you like what? And those goals can shift and change and you can decide, oh, I don't want a car. Instead, this fits better with the life or the path that I'm following. But I think really having an intent for what you're saving for helps. Because if you're just aimlessly saving, I don't know when you know. I know. Because I'm having that problem right now. I really need a new laptop. Um, I've had my parents uh, got me my laptop as my college graduation gift, which was the biggest lifesaver of my existence. So I've had it since my senior year of college. Mm -hmm. So it's six years old. It's had (laughs) over 200 weddings edited on it. Right. Like the terabytes of photos that have run through that thing. I don't know. Um, and it is like, it's homegirl seen it. <laughs> yeah. I, I need a new one, but I love my laptop. I, it still has USB ports and right. all of that. And I haven't been ready to part with it, but I really do need one. Um, and I don't, I haven't been saving specifically for a new laptop. So even though in one of my savings accounts, I have the money to purchase the new laptop, I don't do it. I'm like, I don't have the money. Right. Because that money that I saved wasn't intended for... Laptop. Laptop. Right. I know. I feel like I... Right now, I'm saving for nothing. And that's a hard... I'm like, when do I spend that? You need to be saving for retirement somewhere. I know. That's the thing I keep getting on Caroline about. And any of you that are listening that are young, um, here's the deal. Retirement, yes. It is like this mythical thing that we talk about. And um, if you are one of those people who has the mindset of like, I want to do what I love and I want to work forever and I don't find, you know, whatever. But I think that saving for retirement or at least like for me, I don't even think about it as retirement. I think of myself as saving for the time in my life where I get to do whatever I want to do. Yeah. Um, so if I want to work, I can work. If I don't want to work, I don't have to work. Um, if I want to do a nonprofit, I can start a nonprofit. You know, there are these options Mm -hmm. and that is the time in my life that I'll have these endless options. And the earlier that you start, the earlier you can quit. Yeah, that is true. So Caroline's 21. If she starts putting away money now and invests it long term, you'll be able to be, you can save way less and retire with a lot more than other people. Right. So if you're young, get started, even if it's $10 a month. Yeah. That was another question, like tips for high schoolers or tips for 18 year olds or tips for, you know, young people. Um, I think the hardest part about that is, well, it's great because a lot of times at those ages, you are living with your parents. You are, um, you don't have costs, you know? Yeah. Uh, like for me, I paid for my gas. I paid for my car insurance and stuff, but that was it. Yeah. Like I didn't they have paid rent. For food. I didn't have, yeah. you know, my, my parents put dinner on the table. And so that's an awesome opportunity. Save as much as you can. That's my two cents because a lot of times the things that you would purchase when you're in high school just aren't going to be that important long-term. 
Yeah, that is true. But if they're important to you in the moment, I'm all for it. I'm sure I spent my money on a lot of stupid things in high school. I feel like you're a good not spender, too. Yeah. I think I am, too, but I spend money, like, big chunks of money on experiences. Like, that's what I'll pay um, the biggest amount for. But a person asks how to stop buying things you don't need. Stop. I know. (laughs) That's not helpful. Um, I think the best way to stop buying things you don't need is to do a no spend month. Oh. Have you ever done that? No. Oh my gosh. This is, this will change your life. (laughs) So, uh, um, even if you can't do a month, do a week, whatever. And you just live I, on I would your do a baseline? Month. Um, e- well, no, yes, kind of. Um, so what you do is you, so whatever your baseline is, you do include some money for entertainment, things like that. Because it's not that you don't go do anything for a month, if okay. that makes sense. Um, but you get your paycheck or your whatever out in of the bank in cash Uh, okay so let's say you make a thousand dollars or you spend a thousand dollars a month your paycheck's 1500 you save 500 of it that's so much that's such a big percentage it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. um and then a thousand of it you spend so you get that thousand dollars out in cash um and then you and you can pay your bills from your bank account like do this however works for you adjust this however you need to but you put $400 in the rent envelope. You put $100 in the utilities envelope. You put, you know, whatever. Um, and then that's what you have for the month. Mm. There's no shopping. There's no anything. And then you have whatever, like budget $100 that I get for the month that I can spend on going out to eat with friends or um, if something comes up that I need or you know yeah like you get to make those choices right it'll change your life i bet because you'll realize how much unnecessary spending you do I know. because it's not the thing that i learned when i did that for a month i did it whenever uh, matt lived in st louis and i was here i wasn't making very much so it was like it kind of had to live like that mm-hmm. um but i realized how much unnecessary spending i was doing that the spending didn't make me happier yeah. I think we do a lot of justifying our purchases because I'm treating myself or I am making myself feel better. Right. It doesn't. Yeah. I realize that too. Like it really doesn't. But you don't realize it until you don't do it. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Like I've been getting my nails done for the last, what, five years probably Mm, now i go every two to three weeks get my nails done that's like my me thing that i spend money on um and then during covid i didn't have them done and i was like this doesn't make me any happier to have them done yeah i did go back right (laughs) i did go back to getting them done um just because we were around people again and i don't like to paint my own nails Mm -hmm. but for me, I decided long-term, oh, well, it doesn't make me that much happier. I do enjoy it. 
So you can make those decisions. Right. But there like, are live probably... live your life. Do I? Like, live your life how yeah. you want. But there are probably some things you're doing that just you don't need. They yeah. don't impact you the way that you perceive them to. Right. Like, um, during COVID, I, I want to go back and see how much money I spent on coffee, like, from a drive-thru, because... I, cause you couldn't do anything, you know, it's 2020. I'm like, what do I do? And that was like my fun thing. I'm like, Oh, I'll go get coffee. And it did fill me up. Like it fulfilled me of getting out of the house and just doing something different. But I was like, damn, I wasted so much money on coffee. When I have a coffee maker, my mom has a fancy ass coffee maker down the road. My apartment building has a fancy ass coffee maker. Like I was like, what was I doing? But Again, right? Maybe it was making coffee, putting it in your reusable mug, and going for a walk in the park right. instead. Exactly. So yeah, it's all about the choices you make and like seeing it from a different. There are seeing it that there is a different way. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go get your nails done. Just if there is one thing that I want to get across in this podcast is don't be the person complaining about money and how you can't make ends meet while talking on your brand new iPhone with a full set of brand new nails and your toes professionally done with your freshly highlighted hair and lash extensions. Yeah. Just don't be that person. Yeah. I don't like, and it's, it, that doesn't come from a place of judgment, I, I had lash extensions. I get my hair done. I have my nails painted professionally. Like you're, but you're not going to catch me with all of those things talking about how I can barely make ends meet. Yeah. Those are choices you make and it is great. You should take care of yourself, you know, and if you're really struggling and you normally do all of that, Pick one thing and maintain it. Mm-hmm. For me, like when I was like, couldn't, I was going through it. I was making almost nothing out of college. Um, and I was completely on my own. All of a sudden, my parents helped me some through college and that made a big difference. Right. Um, and then when all of a sudden it was only me and I was making $28,000 a year, working 40 to 50 hours a week. Um and my rent was, you know, a good chunk of that. Right. The one thing I maintained, I gave up. Well, I didn't used to get my nails done, I guess. But um, I gave up all the, like, me things except for getting my hair done. Oh. I would go get my hair done once every... I, I lowered the frequency. But oh, I would okay. still go once every, like, six months and get my hair highlighted. Which was expensive. And I didn't make a whole lot, but that was the thing I kept. Yeah. It is okay to take care of yourself because you feel better when you have those things done. Right. But also there's different ways. Like I used to get my nails done a lot because my mom paid for it. And now she doesn't pay for it, obviously. And so during COVID, I didn't get my nails done. But after when it COVID started letting up, which it's not really anyways, I went back and I was like, every two weeks I get my nails done. And I'm like, I don't need to be doing this. Like... Well, you're probably like, I can't afford this. Yeah, like, seriously, I'm like, this is a big chunk of money, and I'm wasting time sitting there when I could be working, and I went through in my head, and then I saw a TikTok of this girl, and she got dip powder, which I like dip powder on my nails, 
um, from Walmart. I was like, I could do that. And I did it, and it looks fine. It looks really good. And you're just going to keep getting better. I know. And I just got one color, and there's multiple colors you can get. But I'm like, that's great. Because I do like having my nails done, but I don't need it professionally. And JC, who was on the podcast a long time ago, is my best friend. She does her own nails. Always has. She's so good. So good. They look professionally manicured all right. the time. And you can learn. Like, it get, you get better. I don't. Oh, you don't? No. <laughs> I, I don't know why. It's weird because I'm ambidextrous. Yeah, that is weird. So you think I would be pretty good at it? I'm not. I'm good at it. I, like, there's something. I don't have the patience. It's weird because I'm a relatively patient person when it comes to interacting with other people. Yeah. Um, but I am very impatient with myself and especially when it comes to any kind of, um, beauty, Mm. I can't get myself to care. I would rather just look bad. (laughs) Like, right. That's just how I am. Like, I'm like, I would rather be ugly. Right. (laughs) And that's okay. Yeah. yeah, Because it's like every time I have lashes, when I do strip lashes or I used to have lash extensions, people lose their minds. They're like you look so pretty. You look so different. What's different? And I'm like, it's because I don't have eyelashes. Yeah. And now I do have eyelashes because they're fake. Right. And, and I'm like, look wow, together. you should always do that. Like people are so nice. Still can't get myself to do it. I'm like, I'd rather be ugly. Yeah. <laughs> I just would. Right. And those are your choices. You right. The choices to make. Right. Um, that's so funny. Um, someone asked any financial books, podcasts, or Instagram profiles you recommend? Her first 100K. Okay. That's the one I want to recommend. Um, she's awesome. She, I believe, is like in her late 20s, um, mid to late 20s. Her platform is all about how she made her first $100,000. Oh, nice. Or saved her first $100,000, maybe. You know, go look up her story to get it <laughs> exactly right. But um, I've followed her for quite some time. And then she blew up on TikTok like blew up like i think she has like two million followers on tiktok now um but she shares awesome resources awesome tips she also has a podcast i don't know the name of the podcast but i did look it up prior i have not listened to her podcast um but her first 100k and it's um it it's not like spelled out 100 it's the numbers it's like her first 100k cute uh and that's a really good one nice like a really really good one uh it's talking all about how to become financially secure and how to um understand your finances cool she also does other things like how to ask for raises at a corporate job Uh, or like good to know um stuff like that um really good resources cool yeah go check her out guys um so back to being like spoiling yourself someone asked how much should i set aside to spoil myself or how often depends on what your baseline is and how much you're making yeah so uh, one you need to evaluate how important the act of like spoiling yourself in way of spending money is to you gardener you (laughs) you talking um so you need to decide how important that is to you first. And then Gardner is sleeping like on my, well, it was on my chest. Now she's on my stomach. <laughs> Just and Now she's like riling around. Anyway, um, 
I forgot. I completely lost my train of thought because um, baby. Spoiling yourself. Spoiling ourselves. Um, how to decide how much we're spending on ourselves. Um, yeah. So you need to decide how important that is to you. But I, I, I always say keep it as low as possible. And the thing is, if you're not making much more than your baseline, you're probably not in a place to spend a bunch on treat yourself. Right. And I think that we need to evaluate what treat ourselves is because I feel like when it comes to that concept, it doesn't always have to be spending money. I know. I was just going to say that. Like there are a billion things you could do that aren't, you don't have to pay anything. Right. Like you could spend the money for the dip from Walmart and then treating yourself for the next six months could be doing it your own nails right at your house i know yeah i did the my nails while editing the podcast and it was fine yeah. i'm like well this is fun like i get to do my nails and work right and not just that like you can go on a walk we can have take a bath we can you know a lot there are of a things. lot of ways to do things that feel like we're caring for ourselves want to know what my thing is what <laughs> i'll take a bath and then get out and put lotion on. Nice. That's probably not revolutionary to other people. <laughs> Everyone's like, but oh, gay. <laughs> they're like, I do that every day. I always forget to put lotion on. I'm bad at lotion. Like, I just don't think about it. And so, like, whenever I'm like, man, I really need to just, like, focus on myself and nothing else, I will take a shower or a bath and I will shave and I will um, put lotion all up my legs and then I'll put it all over my feet and put socks on. Right. I'm fancy. Right. And you feel good after that. And yeah. Yeah, you have to evaluate what you like to do and, like, because, you know, back to even just self-care, like, people are like, oh, self-care, you know, take care of yourself. Some people don't like taking a bubble bath or doing No, and that's okay. Those like, I don't like a face mask. is like, I feel like the equivalent of self-care. Right, yeah. Like, I associate the yeah. two, and I'm like, I don't want to put a face mask on. <laughs> I like face masks. I'm, pre- I'm pretty, like, um standard i'm like yeah i like all that self-care shit i'm not a skincare i like all that but um damn what was i gonna say um oh have you seen those tiktoks of the girls in their shower and they go through all their products that they have no that sounds like heaven to me and it's like they have like the starlight in their shower and the lights are off and they do this whole thing of like all the products they use I'm like, I wanted to do that shit. I could get down with that. Yeah, and it's like the scrubs and the different things. And then they prep their clothes in the dryer. And then they're like outside the shower waiting for them. And it's like this whole thing. I'm like, and then their bed's made. And like with the, it like pulled down with the book. Send me one of those I next will. time you see it. I have it pop up over so often on my For You page. I'm like, this is the life I want. Oh, I don't think I'm that person. Yeah, I don't think you it are. It sounds either, but really nice, but I don't think I'm that person. I totally am. I'm like, I need to do that. Like, that's heaven to me. But yeah, you don't have to like spend thousands and thousands of dollars by having fun. That's not a thing. So, but I think that's step one is evaluate that stuff. And then once you've evaluated that, you can go ahead and say, okay, for me, it's a hundred dollars a month. Yeah, that's true. That I have to spend on that. Mm-hmm. I always think when you're at the beginning of budgeting, it really does help to get it in cash too. 
Yeah. So you can like see it. This $100 a month is my treat myself money. And then yeah. if you have leftover, you can put it over to the next month. So let's say you want to, there's a treatment that you want. Let's, you want to get this fancy facial or whatever it is. Um, and so, but it costs $200. I don't know what, right. I'm just throwing out the most random numbers, guys. Sorry. Um, but you only budget $50 a month for self-care or for treat yourself or whatever you want it to be. Um, so you go three times a year. Like you can do it that way if you want. Yeah. Right. It's there for you. Um, I had a question for you. I am in the life phase right now where I'm like, okay, cause I don't buy a lot of clothes uh-huh. and but I personally feel like I don't have a lot of clothes mm-hmm. and that's like a, I do have clothes. I'm not saying I don't, but I want to ask you, how did you start building a wardrobe with like staple, expensive, nice pieces? I started on Pinterest. Okay. Explain. I, <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but I started on Pinterest by Googling, like searching on Pinterest capsule wardrobe okay and then all of these capsule wardrobes popped up and they would have um these graphics of these are the outfits i can put together and these are the items that i have in my capsule and i found capsule wardrobes that like fit my style i was like ooh, like i like 90 percent of the outfits in this and they're all made from these eight items so i need to be looking for staple pieces that are like those eight items. So for me, what I found was quality um, tanks. Like I'm wearing a black tank top right now that was expensive. The brand's Gentle Fawn, which is a little higher end brand. Um, So this cropped tank that I could get something that looks similar at Walmart was $50. Mm. Oh my gosh, $50 on a tank top. I never would have done it. But this tank top, I will have for the next 10 years. Yeah. And it will wash well, and it wears well, and it, you know. is a staple, yeah. Right. So I have it in black. I have it in white. I have denim, I found was really crucial to my style, um, because I love a good outfit with a nice denim. And so I have three or four pairs of denim that I wear. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're pricey denim um not that and the thing is you can have things in your capsule that aren't expensive that's fine um and you can find quality things that aren't expensive yeah i have just had better luck with higher end brands spending the 200 dollars on denim and just keeping them for years and years and Mm -hmm. years um so for me it's tank tops denim I have been looking forever <laughs> for a really good white oversized button-down linen, mm-hmm. and I finally found it this year. Um, that's the one that I wore for our shoot last week, and yeah. I, I've worn it. You've seen me wear it a ton. Yeah, yeah. And I style it all kinds of different ways. Um, anyway, yeah, so that's what I did. Okay. That's how I got started. And the thing is, you don't just go out and go, okay, I want a capsule, so I'm just going to go buy these eight things. Right. You spend the next however many years building looking for those pieces. 
right that fit you right like you don't just go buy the expensive black tank top you find the black tank top that fits your body right right and then purchase does that make sense yeah that makes sense and yeah i've seen a lot of tiktoks and i've kind of started thinking about this in my head of just our culture it's like okay trend next trend and we're so like fast paced on the trends and girls want to buy and girls want to buy this and now it's oh that's out of style then they don't wear it and I don't feel like I'm that extreme like I don't buy a lot of things but I'm like yeah that's exhausting like I don't want to have to just spend all this money on the trends like I'd rather just have a good staple wardrobe with cute jewelry that's expensive and won't wear it'll save you a lot of money in the I long know. run it really will um but that is something i've learned is hard doing content and all of that because people want to know where my stuff's from and i have a lot of stuff that's five six seven years old yeah and i still wear it right so you i have can't, newer like, stuff too it it's not stuff. that i don't i have lots of new stuff too but yeah it's hard yeah and i i think that in your early 20s like where you are right now i think there are things that you could be purchasing that are capsule like your style is going to change a lot in the next five or six like i very much feel like i'm now at a place where i have a good idea of what my like base style is it changes as trends yeah. come in and out and you add pieces here and there that are I know, but trendy like staple denim like that's never gonna go right out. like yeah. I, I or black tank never yes exactly like i know and i know how i like to style myself and i feel like you yeah have an idea I i'm not that too but i feel like a lot changes like if you're 18 if you're 20 a lot changes oh, in yeah. the next five years yeah i don't i do not dress the same how I did in high school at Probably all. Probably not how you dressed a year ago. No, not at all. Yeah. Whereas you can look at me in an outfit f- four years ago, mm-hmm. and I look generally the same. Yeah, you do. That, that I true. do now. And your closet, because I've been in your closet, is the same. Right. It's the same clothes. <laughs> right. Yeah. I Like, I don't... There's some turnaround, you know? There's some, like, I'll get rid of and right. add. And you support local, and you'll get, like, a seasonal yes. Arkansas Razorback tea or whatever. And I shop. Like, I, I spend a lot of money on clothes locally. Um, but I also wear that stuff, and then I tend to donate or give them to friends or whatever. Um, that's just a weird me thing. Um, but, yeah, capsule wardrobes are awesome. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like a lot of people struggle with spending money on clothes. And And you don't have to have a strict capsule wardrobe. Like, I think a lot of people kind of think of it as, like, being vegan. Yeah. Like, if I'm going to do a capsule wardrobe, then I have to get rid of everything, have eight items, and only style those eight items. Right. You don't have to do that. I know. But see, it's weird, because that kind of sounds like a dream to me. I'm like, yeah, I could do that. Like, eight things in my closet, let's go. Yeah. You know, but obviously that might change, but... Yeah, I just think it's interesting, like, our mindset, our culture's mindset of, like, trendy and buy and consume and, you know. Well, and changing over to a more capsule-style way of thinking helped me a lot because it helped me style my clothes in a lot of different ways. We should do a whole episode on this. We should. 
Okay, capsule wardrobes. We're going to do something on that. Write I it down. I think it'd be really helpful because the TikToks I see, I'm like, that's helpful. Like, yeah. Information. So, yeah, let's do it. Um, okay, so uh, next question is creative ways to make extra money. Ooh, I like this. Yeah, me too. Endless. Literally anything. Um, okay, great one that I I did. The thing is, what I will say is, if you are an okay saver and you have an interest in side hustling, like to do some things, invest in what fits best for you. But there are a few things you can invest in. One, a cricket. Yeah. I think they're like $100, $150, which I know seems like a lot. But Matt and I always say you got to spend money to make money yeah around the house but that is an awesome thing like if you're crafty and you like doing stuff like that um I would uh, I have a sewing machine too but I would sew bandana dog bandanas and then do little iron-ons of their names mm-hmm. um I did headbands and stuff all kinds of stuff like that um right. when I was I don't know it just depends on what you like to do if you're crafty sell it get on it and sell those crafts whatever it is um or like um ipad doodling ipad doodling that's huge huge um i'm trying to think uh or if you're like an organizer yep like i would pay a lot of money for someone to organize my stuff yep um that's a good one uh there's so many i'm trying to think of what else but my brain now is completely fried. Cleaning. Mm-hmm. You can make a lot of money cleaning people's houses. Or cars. Cars. Cleaning cars. Yep. That's a, like, that's like something detailing that, cars. Yeah. You don't have to be creative for. That's what I was trying to think of. Um, I know there are a lot of ways online to make money. Like, oh, you can apply for reward style. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, if you get approved, stuff. you can make commissions off of links. It's not much. Um, but I have friends that make an extra $40, $50, you know, mm-hmm. a week doing that. Um, if you can sing, maybe sing at a local, I don't know. I don't know anything bar. about that. Neither do I, but I'm sure you can make money. And then you get tips. Yeah. Put a little tip jar I don't know in. how hard that is. I don't know anything about that world. Um, maybe, (laughs) um, I'm trying to, this is hard. Like just off the top photography. Yeah. You can take pictures, um, babysitting, graphic design. Yeah. All like, it's endless. The things you can do, like, it's basically just learning some kind of trade and doing it in your spare time pottery (laughs) caroline's team pottery you know what's a good one if you are creative and into any kind of artistry is um digital downloads Mm -hmm. so creating um quotes anything pretty that people can use for wall art um and uploading it to etsy as a digital download so that there's nothing you have to do they purchase and they get an email and are able to download the file yeah then you can make that income. You can drop ship. Oh, yeah. You could learn about drop shipping products and do a whole line, o- online store of drop ship products. 
Yep. A lot of things. Um, next question is um, buying versus renting. When is the right time? Not right now. <laughs> I can tell you that. Um, buying versus renting. I, you know, it it goes back to it depends on who you are and what you want. If you're interested in being a homeowner, I think sooner than later is the move. Um, I'm assuming we're talking about houses here. Yeah, I think so. And, uh, yeah, I, I say sooner rather than later because you're just dumping money away on rent, which provides value. I will say like, it's not, I understand why some people rent their whole lives. They don't want the responsibility of the washer goes out. I need to have cash on hand for that. Um, the roof goes bad. I need to have cash on hand for that. Some people don't want that responsibility and love that they can call their landlord and that's a great reason to rent if that's, you know, there are reasons to do both. But I, I think sooner than later, whenever it comes to home ownership, I think the thing that I'm seeing so much with uh, the housing market right now it, in our culture like this, at least with people my age, everybody feels like they need to get in their dream home like now. Mm. Nobody's doing like starter home style. Granted, part of that is that the market and how expensive stuff is and how, you know, it's like, well, if I'm going to spend this much, I might as well, yeah. you know, and, and I get that mindset, but I would urge you to think that you don't need to have a home that you're going to stay in forever right away. Yeah. Um, but with That's the way the advice. market is right now, I I don't know if it's the time to buy. It doesn't seem like it to me. Mm -hmm. it, it seems like things are really, really crazy. And it has to settle down eventually. It just does. Right. Like, if you look at the historical data, nothing stays like this forever. No. The market doesn't just go up and up and up and never crash. Um, and I'm not saying that it's going to have an 08 style, you know, crash. But it has to level out. And eventually, there can't be so many people buying with so few houses on the market being sold too yeah and so just i know so many people who are going in no inspection offering way over asking all this stuff and that just sounds stressful to me i i would urge people to continue to rent until that settles down mm -hmm. that way whenever you're shopping you have time to think about the decision that you're making you're not having to automatically offer twenty thousand over asking and emitting a um inspection which could put you in a bad situation yeah you know um but yeah i think that when you feel financially ready i think that as soon as you know you're in a situation where you're going to be living on your own like out of college it's time to start saving for a down payment um and the thing is there are a lot of options with lower down payments to purchase homes but I'm team put as much down as you can. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that buying a house and is a lot like getting a puppy, having kids, getting married. <laughs> right. There is no time that you're like, yes, it is right. And the time is now. Um, at least for me, there wasn't with any of that. I just got to the point that I was like, okay, we can do this now. So should we? 
and it was yes and we went for it yeah and the doors are open yep at that time yeah yeah because i've been talking to caroline i'm like i think that you should buy a house instead of continue this was before the market right was how it was but you know i think you should be saving for a down payment and be thinking about buying a house Mm. and that freaked out caroline because Mm. she's like i'm that makes me stuck yeah um and i really urge you to not think about home ownership that way Everybody I'm listening. way better now, like yeah. my mindset. Oh, for sure. But yeah, I get a lot of like um, uh, DMs and stuff like, oh my gosh, you've been in your apartment for two years. Like I can never. And I'm like, it's all a mindset. Like I love my apartment, mm-hmm. but I'm also going to love the change of moving into a new one or the change of buying a house eventually. Like it's all a mindset. Yeah. You're not stuck. I love change. Me too. Love it. Okay. Last question is how to recoup after a big purchase, not in debt, just a lower balance. Automatic saving withdrawal. Okay. So every time, like the thing is the way that I think everybody's saving system should work. (laughs) If I was in control of everybody's (laughs) doing savings, I would have auto draw on for everybody. Okay. In whatever amount is appropriate for that person. But the way that my savings account works is it withdraws. Wow, that did not come out of my mouth. Withdraws uh, X number of dollars each week. On Monday, money goes out and it goes into my savings. So when I make a big purchase and I spend a big chunk of my savings... I don't have to think about it recouping because it is automatically going to start going back up. Okay. Because it's constantly growing. Right. Because it's always auto-drafting out of there. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Now, granted, I need to consider that I can only make so many big purchases, you know? Yeah. Um, But for instance, like we bought the house that we're renovating last December. So that down payment came out of my account and it, it took it down to, you know, almost nothing because we bought a house. Right. And it's slowly, like over the last six months, been making its way. It's not going to be where it was, but in that range where I'm like, okay, it's safe again. Yeah. And you just kind of have to make sure that that auto payment's going over to your savings and then it'll do its thing. Yeah. That is true. Um, talk about acorns. We haven't talked about acorns. Oh, I love acorns. <laughs> and this is a really hot topic with people in the financial world. Like some people really don't like it. Oh, really? Yeah. And the reason that is, is because people are like, well, if you're going to. Basically, the argument is that if you were doing finances perfectly, that you could make more doing other things with your money. Yeah, I see. Which I hear you. But I am not, I don't want to spend the time that it takes to do my money perfectly. Mm-hmm. And invest um, and watch everything. Yeah. Yes. Like I just, and I do more with our like retirement and things like that. Acorns is like my fun money. And it's what I always recommend to people who are just starting out to kind of learn and understand how the market moves and changes and shifts and like how it, how your money can grow. Um, because then once they have a basic understanding of that, then they can move on to managing it more closely or, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. But Acorns is this app. Um, I think I 
downloaded it in like 2018 maybe and it collects your change so i think you pay like a dollar to a month to have the app Mm -hmm. um and then you uh, connect your cards and every time you make a purchase it rounds it up and invests that change into your acorns account and then it grows Mm -hmm. and it grows big time i know mine because i started i don't know when during COVID, i think um probably about a year ago yeah and it's like growing we had the podcast yeah and we've talked about acorns on here but um yeah it's fun to watch and then recently like three months ago i started the there's like different ones you can do you can mine is like a reoccurring yeah um withdraw i have a reoccurring withdraw and my and roundups and then it has like a later program or something that's retirement i started that good so you're doing something yeah and so um that's like growing yeah like look at me (laughs) yeah um i started i did gardener's first account through acorns yeah Yeah. i did the early um through them just because i've really liked their app and they've been reliable and yeah and it's easy yeah um and so gardener's first little savings account is Mm -hmm. through that um yeah it's awesome that's a really good one if you're trying to save because you right. can set up those auto withdrawals. Yeah, and you don't think about it. Like, literally, yep. I don't check the app for, like, two months, and I look at it, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I got money in there. I always tell people that if they're bad savers, like, if you're a bad saver, it's awesome to start with an app like that because, let's say, you go get coffee a couple times a week. So make it $5 a week that it pulls. Mm-hmm. You won't even notice it. Right. Yeah, and then it's just... And then if you don't notice that, make it $10 a week. And if you don't notice that, make it $20 a week. Exactly. You know? And then all of a sudden, you have a pretty good income. Yeah. Going into that savings account. Yeah. Yeah, I love that app. Go download it, people. Do, 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 do. All right. Well, that concludes today's episode. I hope you guys learned something. Yeah. We like Q&As. Yeah. I I would like to do more of them. Yeah. It's fun for us to just directly answer questions right and what you guys want to hear um, yeah very easy for us but again um i'm caroline you can follow me on caroline stelty on all the things joe at joe johnson overby <laughs> on the interwebs yep find me you can find the podcast at middle ground podcast on instagram and tiktok and um our emails hello at middle and 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 our merch comes out august 15th yeah Sunday. Yep. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And we may or may not be doing a giveaway, so stay tuned. And the people in our Facebook group may or may not have early access. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. check all those things. Yep. And we love you guys and hope you guys have a great week. Bye. Bye.